You're listening to the Bryony Kennedy Lifestyle Edit, brought to you by Adorn Cosmetics. Welcome back to the Bryony Kennedy Lifestyle episode number six, and we will be talking about saving money simply, and I have my gorgeous Jack Thatcher with me today. Hey, how are you going? Good, Bryony. How are you going? Great to be back with you again. I know. Long time. A week. A week. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, you've got to get together and get these podcasts out um, mm. as much as they are, you know, easy to sort of get out there. They're a little bit to put together, aren't they, as we've just discovered this morning. We've oh, had no. some hiccups, which is always fun. We are settled now and ready to go. <sighs> so if you're ever wanting to do your own podcast, maybe we might, we might need to do a podcast about a podcast, <laughs> I think, because this, this, this is a morning for it. But how was your week before we get started? Great. Yeah, look, it was um, busy as always. As you know, we've always got a lot going on. We had Mother's Day on Sunday. I was spoiled, which, you know, as I should be. Yes. Um, And that was really lovely. Lots of cards, lots of hugs and love and reaffirmation that I'm not doing such a crap job. So that was a a win. I'll call it a win. What about yourself? Yeah, well, the boys, so my older boys went and had footy, so that's always nice. Um, And then I took my youngest one to bounce. I was sitting there like um, a very sort of I suppose I'm just like a sad, sorry person all by myself in bounces. There's no one else there, but he had his party that day, so I couldn't get him in any other week. Um, but actually, it was quite nice sitting by myself for a couple of hours, having someone else wear out the kids. So yeah. no yeah. broken ankles, or, no, 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 no broken anything, which was great. So went home, had a really nice dinner. I have to say, I get spoiled all the time, so I don't really worry too much about mm. Mother's Day. I like to get notes on Mother's Day. Me I too. Yeah, love I, the homemade card. Yeah, don't worry about a mm. present. I, just unless it's wrong. They don't get road. too hasty. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean yeah. the presents are absolutely welcome. Yeah, they don't are. get me wrong. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind a bit of Rocky Road for breakfast. But, um, <laughs> no, but definitely yeah. the homemade cards yeah. and notes are really what I yearn for. You're gonna, you, mm. you can have them like not like almost like a little glory box of what your I kids. Do. Yeah, and yeah, then you can look them. back on that. You don't mm. remember what earrings they are. Bless them, they're beautiful. But mm. you don't remember all that stuff. So, yeah, so that's good. I'm glad you had a great week. So did yes. I. Everybody yes. else out there, hopefully you got spoilt as well because we all deserve it. We um, had a great response to our last episode on menopause too. Yeah. yeah. We, everyone was really thought that was fantastic. Yeah. We hoped we helped a few people with some of our yeah. insights and yeah. some of our thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it might be good to do another one down the track when we when I'm a bit more established in the gig um, <laughs> as to what goes on. When you're an, um, old, when you're an old campaigner yeah, like me. Yeah, yeah, because I'm still playing around with um, some medication and things like that and, and they're not sleeping at nine. I have to say I, I did uh, reach out to some of the group on the Facebook exclusive Adorners group and we're talking about that and everybody seems to be up at 2.33 o'clock. Now we have to have another Facebook group for people who are up at 2.33 a.m. from the middle. Yes. Yeah, maybe we need to be talking to them. Who's up? Anyone? Anyone? Yeah, it's actually it's terrible. It's terrible mm, how many people yes. are up at that time. But anyway, mm. we digress. You push on. So I thought um, saving money simply because we're all going through some times, some more than others at the moment when it comes to saving money. And I always, regardless, like to save money because I think that it's about, um, if you can, helping others. So if you've got enough money for yourself, still save, help other people. But if you're in a position where you are not able to do that and you are really struggling, which I think a lot of people are, there's so many little things that you can do. And I remember especially um, when I started Adorn all those many moons ago, some of the things that we had to do to get by with two young kids. So um, if we get started, I think I liked your idea around the spreadsheet. I think the Mm. first thing, I think get organised. Yep. I remember I used to run this quite 
um, yeah, quite efficiently. At the end of every month, I had an Excel spreadsheet set up, um, which had all of our fixed costs in there. So things like mortgage repayments, mm. subscriptions, memberships, you know, school fees, whatever was set up of all those fixed costs and then um, ran a spreadsheet with all of our variable costs um, every month just so we could start to get an idea of particularly things like across, you know, the energy bills mm. and also the groceries, which I think everyone agrees is yeah. the stuff mm. that just can blow out yeah. and be really unexpected shocks. Were you surprised at how many things you were paying out for that you didn't realise you were paying for? Like, did you, because I know when I did it, I compared mm. it with a bank statement because I thought, still something not quite right when I first did mine. Mm. And then when I looked at the bank statement, it was like the $5 here, oh, yeah. the five, or the, the $2 Apple payment for mm. something you've got no idea that you, you've Streaming got. That, services. Yeah, you're paying for stuff mm. you forgot about. Mm. So mm. did you mm. find that that mm. was a good um, mm. exercise just to at least pull back on some things? Because $5 here and there, it adds up. Well, it does. And I think it kind of helps you to understand what things can you start to cut back mm. on. Like what things do can you really start to live without? Because mm. until you go through that exercise of really analysing everything that you're kind of spending and look, it is an arduous task and some of us or a lot of us are time poor but I think if you can put the time in up front and kind of work out right what stuff do do we really need this random streaming service I think the streaming services for one I think would be an expense at the moment a lot of families probably realize they've got too many oh yeah yeah um and they might just have to look at cutting back on um, maybe a couple of them because really how many can you oh. need? I mean, as it is, with the even if you've got three or four, you've still got access to so much entertainment that you really don't know what to do yeah. with it anymore. I think the one thing that if I even threatened to cut back on KO, I would have the house would be in an uproar if I couldn't access, mm. access their football games. Mm. Um, but, yeah, certainly some of the other basic streaming services, I think, that, you know, a lot of families could cut back on there. And they're, you know, $20 a month potentially, yeah, depending on how many users you've got in your house. Yeah. Um, so I think really looking at what don't, what can you live without? Yeah. And it's like you said, we are all time poor, but I look at it this way. If you can spend, even if it takes you three hours Mm. to pull all that together. Yeah. And and it's a three hour exercise maybe on a Sunday morning when everyone's like quiet. That's yeah. You can get those good, you can get these, just look at for a, like a cash flow or, a, or an expenses spreadsheet on Google or something. There's so many available that you could work on. And if you get a good one, it'll, it'll work everything out for you. Mm. But even if it takes you three hours, if you work out what you're worth for three hours, I, I bet you any money you find something to the equivalent, if not more, that you could pull out of your expenses that you didn't even know was there that will cover you for that time and make it well worth it. And then you amortise that out over the year and how much money you've saved. So I do think that it it is a process worth doing because you can get very, very clear on stuff that's just been forgotten about, if anything, Mm. that you're paying out for. I know with like iPads and kids things that you sign up Mm -hmm. for, Mm -hmm. you know, educational things, and then you bloody forget what you know, to, to, to actually deactivate them. Um, that is so true, actually. And that's a oh. good point. Like I had to um, sign up for a couple of education apps at the beginning of the year because my youngest is doing year 12. Mm. And she, I had to go, I've put in my diary, in my calendar for like in November, when yeah, I know she's going to finish, to, I've got in there, deactivate this particular app. That because, is such a good idea. Because I knew it was just going to be, it was going to fall into the ether mm. and I was going to completely forget about it. Yep. But it's, you know, it's $20 or something a month. Um, and then if you've got two or three of those running mm. for the different, you know, for you'll just find that you'll forget yeah. about it. So, But that's a good idea, Jack, because mm. you, I don't know if you've ever tried mm. to like, 
work out if you see in your bank statement or paypal however you're paying for them it doesn't say what it's for yeah and to try and figure out what you're actually trying to deactivate is like pulling hen's teeth you can't access these people so you don't know so i think that's a really good idea that you just put that in your phone straight up so you know exactly where to go to deactivate it so that's definitely a good tip that i'm actually going to go home and do myself now because i'm sick of bloody figuring out all these apps and things um a couple of little cute things i look i look back that i used to do so i think if we just break this up let's talk about some things you can do from like home expenses things we're talking about that um so when I had my boys, they were really young and we were, you know, financially struggling. Um, so one of the things that we did every year was in winter, we would obviously get clothes for the boys. Now, whether they were hand-me-downs or whether I found a thrift shop or something like that, or maybe there was a time to be able to buy clothes, whatever. But then come summer, I would then cut all of their pants into shorts I actually told the boys about this last night and they were like, you did not. Were they horrified? They were actually mortified. I said, you didn't remember mm-hmm. and people still like you, so get over it, you know. But it was to that me... such a great idea. Oh, like, and it was fashionable to have bits of stringy bits hanging at the bottom of your mm-hmm. shorts, you mm-hmm. know. like. But for me, it was twofold. I saved money, but also being the waste hater that I am, mm. I just felt like, okay, great, especially with young boys where the mm. kneecaps are always mm. null and void. Mm. So you can't even hand them down. So it was really amazing um, for that, from that point of view that I was saving that waste. I mean, fabrics and stuff, huge waste. So that was one thing. And then the other thing that I used to do, I know it's a shock to you, Jack, but I did used to cook. Okay. So, <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll sure pull, you pull you off for the ground. And yes, I did used to cook when my husband worked and I wasn't. So what I would do is um, I would go to actually the Springvale market at the time and I would go and buy all of the more off vegetables and, and fruit. That sounds maybe, really disgusting. Maybe but overripe. That's probably much nicer. Has much more finesse to it. Very overripe tomatoes. I wonder when it went to your place for dinner. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't. Now. Probably why I'm not cooking anymore. Just bear with me. So I would go to the Springvale Market. I would find the overripe things. There's always a table with you know for a dollar. Mm. And so I would get a bag of tomatoes and anything else that was. And then I would go home and make my own pasta sauces Mm. and things like um, uh, pestos and things like that. And then I would have a stove cook because time poor and also had twin babies. So I had my electric wok, I had my stovetop wok, and I had my, um, what do you call it, uh, slow cooker going at the same time. Okay. So all going together at the same time. And what I liked about this was for two reasons. One, save time, but also... If I only needed, say, half an onion for something that wouldn't get go in the fridge and be wasted, I was able to use, you know, a few things across all. And mm. then I would actually obviously put all of the sauces from whatever it was I was cooking, whether it was a pasta sauce and, and what have you, I would then put that into containers for us to eat during the week. Yeah. So I felt that was a really good way of not only planning what food you needed for the weeks so you weren't wasting food mm. and wasting money, but mm. it saved you time because it was there. And you were more likely to eat more nutritious food because it's there. Mm. But by making your own, and it sounds difficult, but it's not, by making your own pasta sauce, it's simple. Like not only are you saving something from going into landfill, which causes all sorts of yucky gases and crap, you just cook your own pasta sauce yeah. and you just basically reduce those tomatoes down to a liquid and then you just 
add um, a little bit of water. Maybe you might need to some bit of salt, maybe a bit of sugar. If mm. you um, have an Italian background, you probably like to put a bit of sugar in it to mm. even mm-hmm. out the acidity of it. The other thing that I used to do um, now. I know there's a lot of people listening that probably are vegan, so this would not uh, relate to you. You'd probably be already on this bandwagon. But one of the things that we uh, did at this time, because we were eating meat then, was we would switch out mints for lentils, those brown oh, yeah. lentils, in the tin. Mm. Don't worry about the ones you've got to soak and soak. stuff. Mm. So the ones in the tin, they're tiny little, they look like little brown little dots. They actually look like little mince fragments. Yeah. So use that, and I promise you, the don't know that's not meat. They don't because even last night I actually used red lentils. Yes. In, and I last night I made bolognese mm. and I always whack in like a good solid handful mm. of red lentils because because it's A, it just adds to the protein. Yes. Um, and the iron that's mm. in the bolognese sauce. It may not always be good for under the covers. Like, no, like, but, um. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, it, but it, it helps to thicken yeah. up. The um, sauce, it adds bulk mm. to the sauce and fills mm. the kids up so yep. much better. And they have no idea there's yep. red lentils in it. I'll just say to my husband, I'll put red lentils in there. Yeah. And he's just like, gives me the thumbs up. Because Absolutely. we know that if I told them there's red lentils in this, oh, my God, it would just cause no, no end yeah. of you know, discourse and unhappiness. They don't need to know. No. There's little um, secret things you can do like that. And I, I mean, my husband, ex-butcher from very many, 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 many years ago, he even likes it. Mm. And so I think that that's a huge, I don't know, what's mince, $10 or something, yeah. and, you know, probably be lucky to feed, you know, one meal, I mm. suppose. So there's little things like that that I think you can try and substitute different ingredients in and out of things. Mm. Um, I think one of the, I mean, we could talk about DIY. Like you could do fix things yourself, reuse things, repurpose things, but look, not everybody likes to get involved with hands-on stuff. So I think it's about also minimising energy costs by having all of your curtains shut. Um, You know, if you've got the heater on, make sure all of that's shut so that it's not just going out of the window. Mm. Um, Have you got any other things that you do at home that you think would be? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we were talking about, I think the food waste thing is a big thing and having having five kids, you Mm. can imagine, it's just like it's the biggest pain of my life. But, I mean, as you... You need one of those food trucks to come around. You know, the ones that come around the work work, um, industrial (laughs) areas. That's what I do because I come around 10 times a day, Blue, spike in the driveway. That's an idea for anyone out there. A pantry, but um, but certainly that whole idea of you know utilizing, I suppose, overripe fruit and mm. veggies. Like I will usually when I've got like a pound of strawberries or raspberries or blueberries that are in yes. the fridge, and the minute the kids can see that it's starting to like get a little bit of wear on yeah. it, yeah. none of them will touch mm. it. It's got to be a perfect strawberry mm. or a perfect blueberry or perfect, and it drives me nuts. So I will rescue those out of the mm. fridge before they get thrown out and I will freeze them all because that goes into smoothies. Love it. And it's the same nutritional value. Correct. So if, if you, even if you have to buy frozen over fresh sometimes because yes. it's cheaper for whatever reason, yeah. check that out. That's another idea because mm. it's the same. Yeah, absolutely. So I will always freeze um, the, the fruit that's about to sort of turn mm. um, because I know the kids won't touch it. They want everything perfect, but that will go into a smoothie, no problems. Things like um, tomato paste, like, you know, how mm. you often will um, open up a packet of, or a tin of tomato paste. Yes. Over. Again, leftover, I just get an empty ice cube tray, 
that all goes into there. Same with things like coconut milk that yep. we have to open up. And yep. you only, you know, how often do you have to read a recipe where they say, yeah. oh, four tablespoons of coconut milk, but you have so, to open up a tin yeah. um, or a cut. And, and I will just empty the remainder into ice cube trays and I will freeze those. And the great thing is, and then I just pour them all into yeah. Ziploc bags because then often when you're, when you're cooking, and especially if you're doing a, a pasta sauce or something like that and you just need a few extra either crushed tomatoes mm. or a couple of tablespoons of tomato paste, you'll just open up the freezer, grab yeah. a couple of cubes and just throw them straight into the yep. to the pot. So you're saving um, you're saving time. Yeah, absolutely. Because you don't have to measure anything out. It just comes out of a cube, out of a Ziploc bag, but you're saving a lot of waste and obviously money through yeah. that process. So I'm a big one for freezing and frozen Frozen vegetables, I think, are very good. They're still nutritious. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so, same it's correct. The same. So for things like stir fries um, and casseroles and soups and all those things, I think frozen is just as good. And, again, it saves you time because it's already chopped up, mm. ready to go. So when you fly home from work or wherever you're coming in from, you can just yeah. grab that and start to throw that in a pot. And it just honestly... These are the things that you know you're not throwing yeah. you're not throwing food out. Yeah, that is abs- a big problem yeah. for a lot of households. It is, it is, and, it, and and for us as we know, you know, we we we're very much purpose driven in, in pretty much everything we try and talk about. And I think that um, the waste reduction alone, and I like the fact now that I can see in some of the supermarkets they're starting to put their ugly fruit and veggies together so that you can get those cheaper, the ones yes. that people don't want. So I think you know, get get some bent carrots for goodness sake. Like you know, try and help. Um, not only your only own, your own wallet, mm. um, but also the environment. So if we move on to health, I've got a mm. few little health tips that I like to, I suppose, follow. And I guess you could say meal planning and cooking at home, that all um, very much relates to that. Um, but I think exercise is one that mm. people can feel not only a little bit guilty about because they, I think there's that whole, oh, I don't go to a gym, so I'm, maybe I'm not doing enough, but that's just nonsense. So you know, if you can't afford a gym or those amazing Pilates studios and all of those things, then, you know, maybe look at some things you can do at home. I mean, it walks for free. Hello. Um, but get yourself a resistance band. Like mm-hmm. the best thing, especially as we're getting older, that we can do is work on our strength and our resistance. For, strength yeah, and strength. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, your bone density and all of those things. And, you know, it's it, you don't have to bulk up and you don't have to be ripped, but it's about your long-term health. So if you can get yourself just a, a low, um, low level of weights and a, a resistant band. Now, Facebook Marketplace is bloody awesome for stuff. Like mm-hmm. before I go anywhere for anything I look on there as a marketplace to help keep something in the uh, circular economy, keep it there for as long as possible. So go and check those out. Get yourself a little set of weights. It's all you need and a resistant band. And and a yoga mat. Yeah. And mm-hmm. a, yeah, absolutely. Yoga mat, that's all you need, I think, from that perspective. Um, and more so, I think, again, and not just taking, taking care of your health, but your mental health. Oh, like, you know, yes. being able to, you have so many great access to things. I mean, you're paying for your phone, you might as well get the most out of it. So accessing YouTube or any other free apps that you can mm. do in terms of meditation, yeah. exercise, yoga, you know, other types of exercise and doing that. It becomes preventative medicine, doesn't it? It's actually, you you might not see the financial benefit right now, Mm. but the financial benefit later on for you Mm. is going to be huge because less doctor visits, less osteo, less whatever it is that you need to go to because you've not 
looked after your your joints and your, your well-being. So it, it, this is a cost saving for you to look after yourself. And I think when you are going through economically stressful times, being able to look after your mental health is probably one of the most important oh, things yeah. you can do because when you are down in the you know trenches of trying to work your way out of a really financially stressful time, yeah. you need clarity and yeah. you need the wherefore within yourself sometimes to, yes, you're going to have your meltdowns and that's absolutely fair enough, but at times you've just got to find, you've got the mental toughness to be mm. able to dig yourself out of that, go and seek help, go and ask for support absolutely. and to be able to look after your mental health when you're going through these really tough times is absolutely key. Mm. So I think that is, you know, especially for the, you know, the mums who usually end up having to be the glue for everybody, yeah, that's it. Um, you really need to look after yourself. You do. And look, and I, and I have to think when I was in, in, in those financial trenches, we'll call it, it's a nice mm. word, mm. Um, I, I just, I did want to just lay in bed and suck my thumb some days, honestly. Absolutely. Going for a walk was just, I don't want, I just do not even want to do that. I just want to pretend nothing is, is existing. But Look, sometimes I would succumb to that, but most times I would push myself to go for that walk because of all of the hormones and, and all of that that you release and, and you condense the cortisol and all that nasty stuff, you do come back feeling fresher and you yeah. do feel that you can uh, maybe not solve the issue right in front of you, but you're in a better mindset to, to look at maybe how you can deal with it. Um, and so I think it just gives you that present moment rather than thinking about the future and, and the past and things like that. So walking definitely keeps you present. So mm. I think there's some key things there. And I think also with your health and um, fitness, there's so many community um, things. Like there's even apps you can join up and join walking groups or rowing or whatever and and you'll find there's a lot of people there that could be lonely as well or they just need that motivation so they're a really good um option to look for because then you're being held accountable you feel like you're letting people down if you don't go mm. so i think joining a group for something is is really good um and one last thing off it's still not so much for it is your health it's not sort of fitness side of things but I know when you go to the pharmacy I don't know if people realize but you can say to them with your meds is there a generic version of this yes because quite often the doctors will write your scripts out for whatever the brand is and depending on your pharmacy and how much of a good relationship you've got with them um, you know they, they're a business I know that they look after us but they're they're probably going to promote the brand that's the most expensive but the mm. generic brands are exactly the same. It's just like buying no-name Wheat Bix versus Wheat Bix. Okay, so um, definitely go for those generic brands because they are so much more cheaper. I know about a quarter of the price. Absolutely. It's ridiculous. So that's definitely something to have a look at. Um, have you got anything else from a health and fitness point of view, Jack? And then mm. if not, we can go, I think, into the fun beauty stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I think and also too, and this is probably going to give everyone, you know, a bit of lockdown vibes because mm. I think when we all were going through the pandemic, oh, it was yeah. probably a My little bit quickly. But again, and this is, this can obviously too, I think, come down to a family situation, especially when we do have kids, mm. and that is getting out with them and going for either the kick of the football oh, yeah. or going for a walk together or, you know, whatever that is. I think getting outside with your children yeah. and going and doing some really basic activities, not only does that look after your health, but I think as a family, mm. I think it helps you focus on what the important things are in life yeah. when you're going through. You, you get know. the connection back, don't you? Correct. You know, you can go to the movies and you can go for mm. dinner and you can mm. go for all of those things, but one, they cost money. And mm. two, there's still an element of disconnect there, I think. I think, like you said, if you go out and you're doing some exercise mm. or just a one-on-one -on -one walk, 
it's amazing what you can learn about someone in their day that you might not have actually realised prior to that. So I think that's absolutely key, definitely. Ride the bike. I mean, I'm sure everyone's got a whole lot of crap in their garage that they don't use. Um, (laughs) It's all unused toys and God knows what else. But, yeah, I think, you know, spending that time with your family and really focusing on what you value Mm. um, and what grounds you as a person I think does give you the wherefore to kind of then tackle Mm. um, and communicate with your kids about the situation too. I think, you know, you don't, correct, you don't want to scare them, you know, but I remember your mum and dad's favourite catchphrase, you know, every sort of so often you get the, it's going to be a lean Christmas this year, kids. (laughs) 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 You know, and that was... Potatoes in the sack. Potatoes in the sack. (laughs) And that may have been because we did, we on the holiday or because it was a bit tough at the time or because we just bought a house. Yeah. You know, you just can't, and it was a case of we can't do everything. So it's going to be a lean Christmas this year. And we were, okay, sure. Whereas these days, kids just don't understand that sometimes it is, the necessity to cut back on stuff because they have so much. They don't understand boredom either. That's no. <laughs> they don't understand boredom and they don't understand because they look, they don't see money like we used to. No. So mm. there was no um, exchange where now it's just swiping something. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think there's something tangible about having young kids actually have access to cash just mm-hmm. because they understand the value of it a bit better and, and getting something back. And one of the things that I taught my boys very early on was what I would refer to as an opportunity cost and how I did that to teach them about money Um you know, I was not the sort of person that would buy them stuff every time we went out. I never did. But if they asked for something and I was prepared to buy it, I would say, okay, well, I'm happy to buy that X-Man. I don't know if that's even a thing. I just pulled that out of my head, X-Man. Um, I'm happy to do that. But then on the weekend, you wanted me to take you to McDonald's. So which one would you prefer? I'm happy to do either one, but you can only choose one because they both cost X. And it was just, it was never a, I think because I put the decision back on them, it was never, oh, but I want both. And it was just never that. I've always taught them that you can have what you want, but you can have one thing. And mm. I and I think that's a good way of teaching them control mm-hmm. as well and learning that you can't have everything all the I time. Um, because, you know, it's it's just very much a I want it yesterday mentality and that's not that's just not right. Mm. Um, I think I think teenagers or children and uh, fiscal responsibility is a whole other podcast on its own oh that I think yeah. a lot of parents would really yeah. um, be interested in. in oh, I think more. so. Yeah. How do we, yeah, what, what have we done maybe for our children? I mean, yes, would you like to know what little things we've put in place to keep our kids on the straight and narrow? Apart from a ruler on the back side. No, that's not. That's a great balance. We don't. 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 We don't needles put in your face either if, if, if budget's an issue. So I think DIY beauty treatments are one that is researched quite a lot on Google, um, in particular YouTube, and everybody wants to know how they can do things from home. And I think that's really key. Uh, I don't think you necessarily have to go to a salon all the time for these treatments. Um, a bit like going to the gym, the salon is the same. You need the upkeep at home. So if you can do something from home and save money, that is going to be the best option. But what I will say is whatever you're making to save money, make sure if you're using natural ingredients, you keep it in the fridge and only make enough 
to last maybe a few days because if you're dealing with food-based ingredients, you've got to remember you haven't added any preservatives. The last thing you want to do is save money on your beauty, but then you've actually um, put some sort of bacteria or caused some sort of sensitivity because what you've made hasn't been preserved properly. And so you're throwing it out anyway. Correct. So mm-hmm. there's a fine line with that. I'm all for it, but make sure you do it do it really properly. Um, multitasking products, that's my favourite. And one mm. of the things that I really was hell-bent on making sure that Adorn Cosmetics represented when it was started and that again comes down to me hating waste knowing what it's like to be on a very strict budget but also getting full use of your product when was the last time you got full use of something to the very bottom how satisfying is that when you use the whole product Mm. and that's very rare because maybe you bought something that you don't like um, but maybe you've also bought something that you only use once in a blue moon so look at your lipsticks. Can you, you do you need another blush? Should I even be saying this? Because I'm going to start getting losing sales on a dawn for this. I mean, no, I think they'll just go through everything a lot quicker and <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> uh, so, so your lipstick, can you use that on your cheeks before you commit to buying a blush? Uh, you know, I used you, mine on my eyelids the other day. Yes, you did. You, know, you beautiful little, cute, didn't you? Yeah, you I know. I said you looked cute. Yeah, I know, I know. I was really surprised. But I just, I literally had no time to get, and so I had no time to get ready. And I was already putting my lipstick on. I thought, oh, that'll do. And I just threw yep. it on my... Love it. Yeah, eyelids. That's my that's my mm. daily go-to. So whatever I put on my cheeks, whether it's a cream mm. blush or a loose, whether it's a finger or a brush, I do my cheeks and then I just go swipe, swipe, swipe into the uh, crease of my eye mm. and that's my kind of blended eyeshadow. Mm. And then it all, you know, it matches because it's the same thing mm. and you've, you've used one thing across all areas. So before you buy something, have you got something that just because it says it's a lipstick doesn't mean you can't use it anywhere else? Indeed. So definitely look at those um, elements and shop for new sales on, of course. Yeah, always look you. always look for a good old... Mad if you don't. Yep, look look for that. And buy then, three. But yeah, yeah, every colour, as I <laughs> like to do with my shoes, <laughs> as you discovered not so recently. Okay, and my last tip for beauty, Miss Jacqueline, mm-hmm. is rent clothes. That is such a great idea. Oh, uh, my God. Yes. I did this for the first time, was it last year, for my Red Bull? Yes. Fight Cancer Red Bull. I uh, Fight Cancer Foundation so Red I only Bull. thought mm-hmm. you could do renting of, like, formal stuff. But when I was away with um, our beautiful marketing manager, Kelly, mm-hmm. she was telling me she pays a monthly amount to, I can't remember the brand, um, and she gets X amount of pieces so not just glamour stuff. So your your corporate, your day, your summer dress, your every piece of clothes you could imagine, mm. you can actually rent mm. for a specific set amount and you just get to order and mm. that just sends to you and they send it, you send it back. And how amazing at minimizing waste, mm. but also just shaking up your wardrobe a little bit. I think it's fantastic. Mm. And particularly when you've got a time of year when you've got a lot of events on. So towards the back end of the year, especially if there's, um, you know, you've got a lot of events with Christmas parties or celebrations and charity events and school finishing galas oh. and all these sorts of things. Um, and knowing that you've just like, you know, or you've just sick to death of everything that's in your wardrobe, um, you know, but plan ahead. Mm. Don't leave that to the last minute because you do need to make sure that the dress fits properly and it is difficult sometimes yeah. when you're, you know, buying things online like that and you don't have the opportunity to try it on first. Um, but it's such a cost-saving... Oh, my God. And you know what? You could also, I think, as, a, as maybe as a parent, you're not too concerned. Maybe you don't go out. Maybe, I don't know, whatever. You, you don't need it for you. But maybe consider it for your younger, your kids, younger girls or your teen girls. Mm. You could split that between two. So I don't know what, I can't remember what she pays. I think she said it might have been about $90 a month. Mm. And you don't have to spend that. I think there's a, a lower tier. But you could 
have that for two of your kids and mm. just so every now and then, you know, if you want to try something different for them or if you've got teenage daughters and they want to split that cost, do they don't have to buy the clothes? Mm. I mean, you can't get anything for, you know, two, dollars $300 for a decent dress these days. Correct. It's ridiculous. Um, a lot of the girls these days I find with especially year 11s and 12s with their school formals, they mm. are doing that now. They are renting their dresses. Yeah. And I've certainly done that with the girls over the last few years when mm. we've had their formals and it's such a good idea because they won't wear the dress again. Yeah, and that's, that, I think that's the shame with what, mm. what we're in with society now is that we, media, yeah, yeah, we yeah. feel like we can't wear something more than mm. once where, you know, when we, you and I were kids, mm. you got one good dress and made sure it was black because then it never went out of fashion. <laughs> we, we worked that dress hard. <laughs> I, I know, yeah, we did. And you know what? My mum, it was funny, I was having this conversation with her um, probably late last year. She was buying something for herself at the time and she was really reluctant to buy it. And I said, why don't you want to get that? You need a new dress. And she said, yeah, but it's going to cost me $200 and I'm only going to wear it once. So it's going to be $200 for that event. I need to work it out. So she, what she does, which I found really interesting, she, if she's going to buy something, she divides it by how many uses she thinks she's going to get out of it oh, as to whether it's worth it or not. It's not a bad way of yeah, thinking. Fair enough. If you think fair. it's almost like this renting strategy. Yes. Yes. So, you know, it's that whole whatever you're going to buy, buy well. I know mm. you're going to get good multi-purpose, multi-use mm. out of it. So maybe that's a way of justifying it. So if you want a lime green dress, maybe rent that. But if it's a beautiful classic black dress, maybe you can buy it. Yeah. So I think it's looking at those things as well. Definitely. So I think just to recap there, really there are so many savings that you can simply put into play each and every day. And I do think, I always talk about collective difference, especially with the dawn, collectively a few lipstick tubes returned, recycled, together that makes a, a big amount of plastic. So mm. collectively your budget, if you sit down and you have a look at these little $2 here, $5 there, it does bloody add up. So mm. don't, you know, it's, the, it's the devil in the detail, isn't it? So mm. spend the time, really look at these things that you can you can save and definitely, like you said at the beginning, get some kind of a cash flow or a spreadsheet together so you can just keep yourself on track mm. um, until, you know, this, this ride is over, especially yep. at the moment with yeah. things being on. Un- until you sort of get a sense um, organically, you know, you'll start to kind of get a sense of what you mm. think is over the top and, you know, you can kind of judge it when you're at the supermarket going, yep, I know we're going to end up being over this amount, so I'm going to put that back. I'm not going to get this. So I'm just going to tell the kids no um, in relation to this thing. But I think, yeah, the spreadsheet thing does give you an ability to kind of start to think a little bit differently mm. and deeply about these things. Um, and just really quickly too, we were thinking before about, some of these programs, flybys yes. and, oh, yeah, and loyalty cards and all those sorts of things, you know, that you've make got, make make the most of those. Um, if you don't tend to use them, make sure they're connected to your frequent flyer accounts and yeah. all those sorts of things because usually most of the cards are all automatically connected to frequent flyers if that helps out the family mm-hmm. holidays to make sure that at least the supermarket shop, if yeah. it's going to cost you a lot of money, you might as well get points for it um, so that you can put that towards the the holiday. Yeah, you know? um, absolutely. So just make sure, look at all those programs, make sure everything's linked. Get their apps because mm. if you look at them every week, you get mm. more points for certain things. So you might be prepared, I don't know, maybe you need washing powder and there's mm. a different brand. Um, it's about the same price, but you get more points. So, you know, I think that that's something my husband still does, looks mm. on the, the flyby app. Mm. Um, and, you know, obviously there's those in-store things that you can get as well. Um, there are, I think, even some of the telecommunications mm. without you telling 
you, you accumulate points with your bills. So mm. maybe check them out and see what sort of yep. rewards there because a lot of the times they don't tell you no. about them. You can also access things like cheap movie tickets and things like yeah, that through some yep. of those um, um, energy um, companies too. Mm. So just become a bit more aware, you know, spend that time, as we said, that three hours maybe on a Sunday morning mm. when everyone else is asleep and no one's bothering you to just get your stuff together, get mm. your files organised yep. and just really kind of, do a bit of a deep dive on where you're at. Mm. And you will feel, I can honestly say, honestly say that after that type of exercise, and you would say the same thing, but you actually feel better. Mm. And sometimes you might feel a little bit worse going, oh, my God, we spend way too much money on yeah, this. You've got that. control back But you all feel of a like all of a sudden, yes, you've got some sort of um, uh, sense of control mm. and then being able to communicate that to the rest of the family and giving them quantifiable things yes. to yeah. understand. Um, I think that is a very empowering thing and you will feel so much lighter and so much better about your situation. And then if you need help or if you need assistance, then you can work out, right, where do we need support? Do we need to get a really good financial advisor who can Mm -hmm. come in and help us look at what we've got to do and then start saving again or finding investments? So absolutely, every now and again, look, every generation goes through this where they have the ups and downs of finance and personal situations and relationship issues and those sorts of things. But we just... Whatever you do, you look after your mental health. Mm. Make sure you've got great people around you. Um, Absolutely. Be kind to yourself. Yeah, well, first and foremost, indeed, yes. um, and just you know, focus on what's important. Yeah, absolutely. And look, I really, um, actually, personally, myself, really love this episode. Mm. And so, if anybody has any tips around what they do for money money saving, um, I would love for you to drop that onto either our Facebook or Instagram or even our live chat. However, you can reach us if you just let us know. Watch this, uh, listen to this podcast. Loved episode six or whatever it might be, and love your feedback. And of course, like always, let us know if there's any questions that you would like us to cover in our future podcasts as well. Sounds good. Thank you so much, gorgeous. No worries at all. Once again, you've been listening to the Bryony Kennedy Lifestyle Edit. We will catch you next time. You've been listening to the Bryony Kennedy Lifestyle Edit, brought to you by Dawn Cosmetics. Luxury without the guilt.